I'm former Congressman Gary Franks. And I'm his son, Gary. I'm millennial. We're discussing everything from politics to sports and pop culture. From very different perspectives. We speak frankly. Getting to my number three player now. Um, and this was tough between um, Carmelo and and this individual. Now, I had to stretch it a little bit, and uh, I did it by the prime of their, of their career. When did their prime start? Did their prime start after, uh, you know, 2016, like a Giannis? Then that's why Giannis is now on the list. Uh, but my number three is Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard's prime to me started in 2014 when he won the NBA Finals. MVP by being uh, the, the Miami Heat by a record-setting margin uh, that year. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, obviously, is a two-time champion. He won that big championship with the Toronto Raptors in 2019. Uh, he's a five-time All-Star, three-time first-team All-NBA, uh, second-team All-NBA uh, twice, and he won Defensive Player of the Year twice, both during the years that we're talking about, 2015 and 2016 uh, year. Um First, I hope Kawhi gets healthy soon. I think the NBA, NBA is definitely a lot better when he's healthy and he's able to play as many games as he possibly can. But Kawhi Leonard is, is definitely, uh, to me, the best two-way player in the NBA right uh, right now, even though I heard someone say Ben Simmons was, which I just... Ben who? Said. Who? <laughs> we'll talk about him another <laughs> on another show. But I just had to mention that real quick. But Kawhi Leonard is, you know, again, he's a leader of the team. And I think he's someone that that Scottie Pippen wishes that he was, you know, that wishes that he was because he kind of has all the skills that Scottie had, except he has a better mid-range game. Kawhi Leonard is probably the best mid-range scorer um, in the NBA. And he's able to do all this with his ability to, to get his shot off very quickly. He has one of the quickest releases in the league to me. And it always seems like he's not moving that fast, even though he's moving very fast, obviously. Uh, you know, he's the quiet assassin, per se, the claw. And I understand, you know, why, uh, you know, he doesn't get the credit he deserves either because he doesn't really say anything. But if he's able to win one more championship, I would love to see where he is on our list when that happens. But right now, for me, Kawhi Leonard is number three over Carmelo Anthony just because I think Kawhi Leonard is just purely a way better defender than Carmelo Anthony ever was. Even though I think uh, Carmelo was a better offensive player than Kawhi Leonard uh, is and and was, Kawhi Leonard was just, you know, a different type of defender when he's with the Spurs and with the Toronto Raptors and with the Clippers. So uh, Kawhi Leonard's three for me. Well, we agree there as well. Uh, one of the knocks on, on Carmelo Anthony, and it's a legitimate knock, is that is that is the uh, fact that he doesn't play much defense, and that's pretty accurate. And so, <laughs> and so even if you you know do research on him or whatever, that's always a knock that he's played all these years and never came close to making an all defensive team, which is something that obviously uh, Kawhi Leonard. Can can state as you mentioned before, what I have Kawhi number three also Gary and and what's really remarkable about him is that when you when you look at I remember when he played for San Diego State no no one really jumped up and down and screamed and yell about this guy's being the 
a, a, a great individual, a great player that would be a can't miss in the NBA. No one really said that. You know, he averaged about 12 points a game, 12 in one year that he played. Then the last year that he was there, he averaged about 15 points a game. He sounded like 20% from the three-point line is the one year. He shot 29% from the three-point line another year. Eh, got about 10 rebounds a game. You know, nothing, nothing else, you know, nothing to cause anyone to say, hey, this guy's gonna be very special. In high school, he wasn't even a five-star recruit. He was like a four-star recruit, which is very good. Don't get me wrong. He was a four-star recruit. But, you know, his claim to fame in high school wasn't the fact that he was a high school All-American because they don't even mention that he was. But he was Mr. Basketball in California. That was his claim to fame. So there weren't a lot of recruiters knocking on his door. Um, so he ended up at San Diego State. At the time, they were a good team. They, you know, they made the NCAA tournament a number of years. But even in college, you know, consensus second team All-American is very good. But that doesn't mean you're going to be one of the best players in the history of the NBA when you're second team All-American in, in college, third team uh, one year. Yeah, you know, okay. So to see his his growth, and I, I think we have to give a lot of credit to, to Pop and, and the San Antonio organization. To see his growth is really remarkable. His first year at San Antonio, you know, he you know, he came off the bench for most of his first two or three years at San Antonio. I averaged like eight points a game, uh, you know, played about 24 minutes. And then next year he averaged about 12 points a game, played about 30 minutes. And and you know, so it was never he was never the go-to player, the player that you had to watch on the court. But then you just you saw the talent, but it didn't jump out at you. And as you said, mentioned it earlier, Gary, he wasn't a player who, who really got, a, got ran toward the microphone all the time to, to make remarks, even if he was the star player of that game. And even if he made a few remarks, it was more like the Bill Belichick type situation where he'll give very short answers and show no emotion. And it wouldn't be a real great interview for the TV stations to uh, the show. Uh, not a knock on his intelligence or anything. It's just that his personality was not one which was, uh, was, was would cause you to say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, look who's talking. No, you would not do that. But you're right. 2014, things started to click. And 15, 16, I know we're not talking about those latter years as much, but he has started to truly show himself as being a very dominant player and a very clutch player, a player who played both sides of the ball at, at all times. And that is indicative of the fact that he has been the defensive player of the year twice, in 15 and also in 16. And he was first team All-NBA three times, second team All-NBA defense, I should say, all all-defensive team NBA three times. Four times he made that team second team. Led the NBA in steals in 2015. MVP of the All-Star game recently. Five-time All-Star MVP of the finals twice. And two-time champion, as you NBA champion, as you had already mentioned. So he is going to just continue to climb uh, as long as he's healthy. And God willing, he will be because he is uh, a player that we look forward to seeing for many, many years to come 
Gary, because he um, he's special. He, he is very special. And I have him in the number three spot. Uh, oh, by the way, the, the uh, when they were in, this, in college, in the Sweet 16, they actually lost to Connecticut. Uh, but they had a good run in the tournament uh, coming out of the West that year. So, Gary, I do have him in the same spot, number three, as the third best small forward from the years 1990 to 2016. We're looking at the peak of their career, and he's one of those who would currently still be playing in the NBA. So, Gary, um, the NBA has been around now for 75 years, and they decided to have the top 75 players over the last 75 years honored. And I'm not sure if they're going to have a big ceremony. I think they will because back when it was the 50, 50th anniversary of the NBA, they did have a big ceremony during the All-Star game to recognize those top uh, 50 players of all time at that point in time. And I'm, I'm really glad, Gary, they, they, they uh, decided to keep the top 50 from that period of time. You may want to talk about that briefly. But I'm also... Uh, I'm also pleased with the fact that they have looked at adding some players who they missed when they did the top 50 and now they're, they're in the top 75. And so I'm happy. I'm happy about that. And, and Gary, uh, you want to make some opening comments before we be to talk about the list itself and, and any comments you want to make in general, before we looked at that list about omission yeah, well, from those, well, with those who are on it that you may not think should be on it. And I'm also happy Gary. one last point. I'm also happy that they're not doing what we did, which was to rank them in number, <laughs> because that is really hard. We did it. We did it. You can go back to one of our earlier shows, folks, and see that we ranked them by number. Uh, but they didn't do that. They just said, hey, these are the top 75. You put them in any order you want to put them in. But these are the top 75. And and you give me your comments about that as well, Gary. Yeah. So, uh, first, I think the writers did a great job. You know, I know that on all these sports shows, they got to talk about, you know, who was snubbed because that's fun to do. But I th I think overall they did a great job. I have no complaints over this list at all. I think all the people that uh, belong in this list uh, should be on the list. And I am happy as well that they kept the top 50. Um, I know Michael Wolbon spoke about it uh, briefly. He was one of the writers who voted for it. And he basically stated that, um, that many of the Hall of Famers wanted to keep the top, you know, the original top 50 there because it wouldn't look right um, to take them off of the of the 75 list, even though they're on the 50, uh, you know, top 50 player list. And I completely agree with that because they they haven't done anything to make their case worse. So why should they be taken off? <laughs> um, so, you know, I you know overall, I thought they did a great job. Now, obviously, though, we're going to talk about some snubs, um, you know, later on, but. So about the ranking, there's two reasons why they didn't do that. Uh, uh, the first thing is that uh, players are sensitive and they want to keep their relationship with the NBA players. So they do not want to rank players because a lot of people will be very upset with a lot of the rankings. And second, and second off, uh, it's more important to have your name on the list, at least in my opinion, than it is to rank, you know, to see where you're ranked. It's more important to be on the list and say, "Hey, look, we're all teammates." Similar to the, you know, how the Hall of Fame and other sports are done. You know, they don't rank the top quarterbacks once you're in the Hall of Fame. You're just in. You know, they usually just do that mainly on, you know, sports shows. But 
So, you know, overall, like, I'm very happy that they did that um, as well. Uh, were there any players in particular that you would have taken off that were newly added to the list that, well, you know, that you would, uh, you know, well, remove or, or add or whatever? Well, I'm going to come back to that question, Gary, because I think that there's another interesting stat here. Uh, when you look at the teams that had the most players on the list and the team that ranks number one as far as having the most players on the list would be, uh, well, the Celtics. The Celtics have 20 players that made the top 75 of all time. You have Bill, Bill Russell, Bill Sharman, Bill Walton. Some of them, obviously, some of these players played for more than one team, obviously, because Walton uh, was MVP when he was with, played for Portland. Uh, Bob Cousy, Bob McAdoo, Dave Bing, who had most of his career with the with the Detroit Pistons. Dave Collins, Dominique Wilkins, most of his career was with the uh, Hawks. Gary Payton, most of his career was with Seattle. John Havlicek, Kevin Kevin Garnett, most of his career was with Minnesota. Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, Tiny Archibald, Paul Pierce, Pete Maravich, most of his career with New Orleans and Atlanta. Ray Allen. He was all over the place. Well, no, he was with most. Uh, well, I'll give it with the Celtics. Robert Parrish, Sam Jones, and Shaquille O'Neal, who obviously is more known with the Lakers and Miami and Orlando than with the uh, short stint that he spent with the with the Celtics. And then number two on that list would be, um, would be I think they have it as um, the Lakers. The Lakers have 18 players who actually played with the Lakers. Some you know, duplication here because Gary Payton – once again, I mentioned him already, but he also would appear on the list for of Celtics, and just like I'm, a, you know, of Celtics as well as Lakers. They have Dennis Rodman. I guess he spent a minute with the Lakers, but uh, you know the, the regular characters, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Will Chamberlain, and and now they have Carmelo Anthony, and as well as LeBron and Westbrook. Uh, but anyhow, I'm not going to go through all the all the the list over per each team, but I just thought that was an interesting little twist that they they added to to the list. No, I, I was very happy, Gary, to see that people like like Earl the Pearl Monroe, who we could not place on our list. I think we were just doing the top fifty, though. We were to, did, did we do the top fifty or the top? How do we break ours down, Gary? It was the top fifty. Top fifty. We couldn't have we you know Earl Monroe couldn't break our, our list but you know i'm glad that he's here and on, on their list because he during his period of time was a very dominant player and i'm also pleased to see lenny and wilkins who we didn't give any love to or even talk about but he was a very special point guard the epitome of a point guard and he's he's on the list as one of the top 75 of all time so i i, I agree with you gary they did a very good job nate thurman we could not show any love to him on our list but Nate Thurman was a dominant center during his era. We did get Jerry Lucas in there in our comments in the past because he was special as well. Uh, you know, so it was just a a well put together list. Uh, so some players that we did not talk about that much are, are players that did get the, the, their due respect. Obviously, you know, there were some players who was like who were actually surprised to see themselves on that. That being Reggie. Well, I think you may want to talk about Reggie Miller about about how how surprised he was, but he he deserved to be on there. We couldn't get him in our top fifty, but once again, he he would deserve that recognition. So, all in all, I think they did a very good job, Gary. Uh, Vince Carter's not there, man, Tracy McGrady, but they're not even on our list as far as our, some of our top players um, would be concerned. So, 
you know, we're not, um, we're pretty consistent with, with what they would think of those individuals. And, you know, it's, it's tough to do. It's tough to put together a list of, uh, of the top players of any, of any sport. Uh, and I think they would have had a nuclear war, quite frankly, if they tried to go with the, ranking the players in order, which is what we did. I don't think they could survive the sports writers trying to rank the players from 75 to one. I don't, they don't want to do that. And, and quite frankly, uh, thank God they're not because it would, it would be very offensive because depending on how you would look at certain situations, you know, you're comparing errors versus errors, et cetera. Like Hal Greer. Hal Greer didn't make our list, but Hal Greer was a great shooting guard. Now, you said shooting guard. Did he? No, he basically took 15-footers, got into the paint, maybe every once in a while, 17-footer, 20-footer. But back in the day, that was the shooting guard. That, that's what they did. That's what shooting guards did. They weren't Steph Curry or or, or Clay Thompson's or, or or people who were able to, to or Trey Young's. They weren't that that wasn't what was done. You know, Reggie Miller mentioned that when he started in the NBA, um, teams were averaging five three-point shots a game. Um, and now it's 34. <laughs> so a lot of teams get 30-something shots from three off of every every game. So things have changed, and it's hard to to to, to rank them per their number because of that a- aspect. But can you rank them as far as being in the top 75 as a group? Yes, you can. And I think they did a very good job at identifying the best 75 players over the last 75 years in the NBA. Here's how they looked at it. They said, okay, if we gave John Havlicek all the stuff that these players have today, would they still be on the list? The answer is yes, they would. So when you do it that way, that's how you're able to judge the list. Um, you know, a lot of these sports media members, I'm just going to name a few guys that didn't make the list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that, you know that they have cases. Obviously, Dwight Howard has a case. Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Paul Gasol, Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, uh, Ginobili, and Tony Parker. You know those are just you know the main guys that people are bringing up, and they all have cases. You know, um, some have stronger than others. Others, I even heard Yao Ming as another one as well. Uh, but to me. It's very hard to take somebody off this list, you know. And I get some of the guys that probably just made it were guys that probably like Dame Lillard and Russell Westbrook, and maybe a James Harden probably were like the last few guys, you know, and Paul Pierce probably the last few guys that made this list. But I completely agree with not putting Dwight Howard on the list because, again, you know, on our previous uh, podcast we mentioned uh, uh, Scottie Pippen and his uh, depth in the position. When he was, when Dwight Howard was in the NBA at his peak, there weren't any centers. The best center was Brooke Lopez and Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum's not in the league anymore, and and Brooke Lopez is nowhere near the center he was before. So, it wasn't really that impressive that he was, you know, down, you know, completely, you know, being, you know, dominating as a center during that time period because there weren't any centers around. Um, but, you know, we have to give them credit for carrying the Orlando Matter to an NBA Finals uh, appearance because a lot of these guys on this list have not done that. But, you know, I'm just I'm just using Dwight as an example here. Obviously, you know, uh, uh, Vince Carter, even Kyrie Irving. People brought up Kyrie Irving 
as well. And, and, you know, probably based off skills, you know, Kyrie deserves to be on the list, but not, not off of accomplishments yet. But, uh, you know, is there anything else you want to add? Or any no, I, you felt like no I, I, I agree with you. I, I think the ones they left off, unfortunately for them, they deserve to be, to have been left off. All, all the ones you mentioned, Tracy McGrady, as much as I like him, as much as I like Vince Carter, um, Kyrie Irving, I'm not going to go there for him. He barely plays, you know, 60, 70 games, you know, so I, I, yeah, but he's a great player. Yes. But I don't think he even comes close to making the list as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, I think they did a great job. I, I it's hard to, um, to take any of the players off who were in, in the top 50, first 50 and the ones they added, I think, um, justly deserve to, to be on the team. So, um, very rarely would I say I have no complaints, but very, I, I would I would agree with what they what they did, and uh, I challenged them to do it in order like we did. But I don't want them to do it in order like we did because as I said earlier I don't think it'll go well. <laughs> I think it'll be yeah, we got to stop making it'll be, it. It'll be a very very bad public relations move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got to stop mentioning that because there's no way that they're going to do that, and and um, you know it's just. And that's not fair to all the other players, because then what happens is is that guys that they've never seen are going to be 75th, 74th, exactly. 73rd. Ex- exactly. And that's, not, and that's not fair. You know, that, so, that's so exactly that's right. why that's what would happen. If, mm-hmm. if, they, if they didn't do it for the top 50 players, and Charles Barkley brought up a great point where he said uh, that 49 of the 50 players were alive when they did the event in 97. Obviously, the only one that wasn't was Pistol Pete Maravich. And that was a moment that you know that you know, it was a happy moment imagine if they ranked all the players during that particular moment that wouldn't have been a happy moment so you have to focus more on on the fact that the nba decided to do this and and that the fact that the sports writers and the sports writer they picked did a great job on it and you know again you know you mentioned kyrie irving and look there's a case for kyrie irving i'm not just gonna sit up and say there's no case but it doesn't make sense to put Kyrie Irving on this list. And, you know, there was players, you know, there was current players that were upset. Obviously, his teammate Kevin Durant, who loves him like a brother, I was upset that he wasn't on this list. And Andre Iguodala was not happy that he was on the list either. But, you know, again, you have to look at what these guys have accomplished in their careers. But I want to touch on two things or two other players. And the first thing is, you know, you mentioned this earlier. Um, Dominique Wilkins was not a part of the top 50 list originally, which I just thought was you know very disgraceful. Now, if they did it, they decided to put Shaq on the list after only playing. Yeah, they put Shaq on the list after only playing four years in the league, which I thought was, you know, I think it's a little too premature. Obviously, Shaq deserves to be on the list, obviously. But I think Dominique Wilkins' career was over at the time, or basically over at the time. He should have made the list over Shaq. So I'm very happy that he made the list. Um, and the second thing, is I've heard a lot of disrespect for Patrick Ewing on these networks. Mm. Um, you know, saying that Dwight Howard was better than him. They need to stop. Yeah. Dwight Howard was not better than, than Patrick Ewing really at anything when Patrick Ewing was at his peak. And and it's kind of it's kind of disgraceful that you know that these guys are doing that. Because what they're doing is they're trying to weaken Michael's opponent. And Patrick Ewing was one of those guys that Michael had to go up against all the time. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Ewing one year averaged 26 points and 11 rebounds. Yeah. 
Patrick Ewing carried his team to the NBA Finals and lost a game seven to, you know, to Akeem Olajuwon, who was the best center during that time period. And Pat did it in an era where, where the, uh, the best centers probably of all time or most of the best centers of all time, you know, besides, you know, besides Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, they were all playing in the NBA when Patrick Ewing came into the league, including Kareem. And Pat was, you know, was still playing really well. And I think it's a shame that they're doing that to Patrick Ewing. They're kind of, you know, kind of smear his legacy, which I just don't appreciate. Dwight Howard was nowhere near as good of a player as Patrick Ewing. If anyone tells you that, then they need to watch the, you know, they need to watch the games again. And you can watch them on YouTube. Watch them again. Because Dwight Howard was nowhere near Patrick Ewing. And not to mention, Dwight Howard's prime was only five years. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat Pat's prime was 10-plus years. So I just want to make those two points because I feel like a lot of, one, no one's mentioning the fact that Dominique Wilkins was snubbed last, you know, during the top 50. And two, the fact that Patrick Ewing is getting disrespected now when he doesn't really deserve it at all. I agree. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with everything you said, Gary. Don't forget to subscribe.